welcome to KCYZ uh, Nerd Radio. That's Carlos feeling a little sleepy over there. I'm awake. Yeah. Hello, Kelly. How are you? I'm, I'm Carlos. Fantastic. I'm Kelly. Uh, this is Nerd Radio. We we nerd out on uh, everything from wine and booze to uh, comic books, toys, vinyl records, vinyl record players, everything you can talk about. Yes, everything. What's Ice. what's going on, buddy? You a little sleepy today? I'm a little beat. I'm a little beat, but that's okay. You know, I'm a I'm a jet setter from moving one thing to the other. Yeah, being bada boom, I and uh, I, and, I uh, know how you work with this. It's, mm -hmm. it's like, oh my goodness! <laughs> See, now I'm gonna post that, and then you're gonna text <laughs> me and say, "You can't post that." My family and my friends are gonna see me act like a prick or like a winker. Don't do it. But nope, I'm gonna I'm gonna post it. I won't say that. You can post that one. I'm fine with it. Gonna, um, I'm uh, I'll just go ahead and start. I this is, it's the morning. What is it like? Eight in the morning? It's about one forty. Oh, so you're close. <laughs> so I'm starting the day off right with a mimosa. Oh, very nice. Mimosa. Um, I didn't want to wait for my Traveri to chill properly. Yeah. So uh, I just put some ice in my my little cup here, and uh, I'm ready to go. You and I are big fans of Traveri, which is a uh, Walla Walla, Washington uh, sparkling place. Yeah, yep. And remember I brought up the store called Costco the other day? I've heard of it, shows yeah. Ago? Yeah. Um, so it is a, an especially good price at, at, at Costco. Oh. They must be pretty big and have, you know, big buying power because the, the price is pretty pretty good for this Traveri. Well, I brought you down a magnum of that Traveri, right? We... We handled it properly. Yeah, I think it was pretty much you and I <laughs> drank that entire thing. <laughs> I think uh, we did a couple of them. Well, no, cheers, no. cheers, brother. How about you? What do you got? Well, we've talked about um, Woodenville before. One of my favorites out of Woodenville is a winery called Gorman. Oh, yeah. And they make uh, The Devil You Don't Know. They actually have two red blends. Uh, one is called The Devil You Know, and one is called The Devil You Don't Know. They're both delicious. You're a big but fan of after, that one. After uh, switching back and forth, I've decided that I like The Devil You Don't Know better. Yeah, you like that way more than I do, that particular Yeah, one. probably. I, I In fact... These two wines are about the only Gorman wines that I like. They mm. they do a whole slew of other wines, and these two red blends are about the only ones that I really care for. Mm. I really like the Cat 5. Oh, so good. Those are so good. I mean, I'm a little worried about him. He's getting into some weird wine, and he was telling me that, um, like, he's got a, uh, uh, he's got a Cab Blanc, which is basically a red wine that's not red it's a white red wine and i thought it was fine um but i i didn't love it and then he's got a couple other weird ones and he told me you know he was trying to get away from the uh the traditional wines and i was like no you got to keep at least you know the the traditional wines cab franc stuff like that because that's what i really like i don't hmm. care about the novelty wines yeah i mean i guess he's just trying to find something new <clears throat> be different everyone wants to be different yeah not me i like to no. be i like to be the same <laughs> not different as long as you get your fruity pebbles you're fine you know yes 
long as I get fruity pebbles, pizza rolls, white castles, <laughs> uh, I'm set. I'm, I'm uh, you, that's that's all I need. Hey, uh, fill me in on your week because you took like a four day vacation in the middle of the month. Well, we went to the coast for a few days, for two nights, and it was just a fun, relaxing getaway. Uh, did a little bit of gambling. I lost twenty five large. Holy cow! Twenty five whole dollars. <laughs> That's had to be devastating for you. <laughs> and I mean, the good thing was that it wasn't my money. Um, the casino gives you twenty five bucks for a free play. <laughs> <laughs> what casino is this? The Quinault. By in Ocean Shores. Oh, I, oh, okay, in Ocean Shores. That's where that is. Yeah. Okay, I, yeah. I always see that name. So that was a long. So Monday started off with the bank because I had a meeting in Everett in the morning. So I drove to Everett. I got there by nine, uh, then drove back down to Renton, and then a couple hours later drove to the coast, and um, and then you know had fun. Really good seafood, of course, when you go down to Ocean Shores. So I had some good had some good dinners. Um, just relaxed. You know what? It, it went to a record shop. It's a record shop called the Starlight. I should shout them out. And I bought. Oh, uh, I bought St Steppenwolf. Born to like, be wild. Oh, okay. I bought that. Um, you know, I always like whenever time uh, every time I go to a new city. I like to just do the Google search of record stores near me, check them out. Uh, that's how I found Atomic Records in Puyallup. Um, so I like to go and get a record every time I go just to help out these, you know, keep them, keep them in business with my whopping $25 purchase. I, I listened to your regular show the other day when you had the, the woman who owns Atomic yeah. Records and, uh, I love you, buddy, uh, and I love how much you love my brother's band. Not enough to ever get the name of their album titles correct or anything like that. <laughs> was that Shattering the Glass? No. What was it? What is it? When the mirror breaks. Oh, I was close. Oh, when the mirror when the mirror cracks. <laughs> I was close. <laughs> the mirror breaks. <laughs> Plus, then you threw me under the bus, or you attempted to throw me under the bus by uh, telling her that I. I wash my records in the sink. That's what you told me you do. I do do that. And well, she was like, oh, it's bad for the labels. Uh, it is not bad for the labels. I've done it to hundreds of records. The labels are fine. You want to keep the water off the label as much as possible, obviously. But it's just fine. And it's how everybody has done it until your sonic cleaner came along. <laughs> is that why you've been busting balls lately? Because I hurt your feelings. No, um, just <laughs> no, it's just been a, a stressful week. I so you know, I've got this uh serialized novel that I've been doing for the last couple of months, and yeah. the fifth one just came out, and I've sent out all of the packages. I I gotta say, thanks to everybody who got in on this thing. Um, I really expected because I didn't set up any kind of subscription plan, I just said, You you tell me you want you know, one of the 33 autographed and numbered copies and uh, you pay me for the first one. And then I'll just invoice you every month mm. after that for the next four months. And I really thought for sure that people would start 
you know, getting into the story and maybe not like it. And I'd have people who just kind of ghosted me and, you know, and didn't pay. Mm. And all 33 people paid beautiful every single month. And uh, I had very few issues. It was a logistical nightmare, making sure that everybody got the same number each month. And then I personalized a little something for this fifth one. Mm. So that was a new thing I had to figure out. But I'm really excited to turn this room back into kind of the trophy room because right now it's got, you know, a label printer over here. And then over <laughs> there, I've got this scale to to weigh envelopes and all this shit. And I can't wait to just fucking close all that down and not have to deal with that anymore. But thanks to everybody who who got in on that uh, serialized novel. And thank you, my brother, for for helping me set up the website and doing all of that stuff. And uh, I'll never try anything like this again. But I... I would have to say it was a success. You know, I beautiful. I made I made no money, but <laughs> it's the love, it's the passion. And um well, I could envision you doing it again but sourcing this out to someone else. Yeah, I also don't think that I want this to be my gimmick. I I like um I like a gimmick, but uh I don't want to do this gimmick again. Hmm. Um but I like having some kind of fun thing to do with the uh with the stories and everything that one i th i still think my favorite is that one uh haunted guitar story that's uh that's delivered in a 45 record sleeve right. and looks like the a ballad record of and ballad of eric zahn yeah, yeah i i really love the design work on that so it's right i can see it right there it's on my shelf ah oh, that's very sweet of you brother yep it's pristine condition not one crease oh it's because you don't know how to read, so you haven't opened it to look at it. <laughs> oh, you know me. I struggle with the written word, looking at yeah. it. <laughs> well, opening, you know, having it in my hand and open, yeah. opened. So, yeah, it's a struggle. It is a struggle, but I'm working on it. I think you're doing great, brother. Uh, you write all the descriptions for all these episodes and I always get a chuckle out of them. I'm like, look at Carlos. He's got a sense of humor. Man, I've been writing them at two o'clock in the morning. <laughs> I should probably uh, I should probably be a little bit more thoughtful in what I say. It's hard keeping track, taking notes. Yeah, it's like it's uh, it's useful to have a producer that takes minutes and that way you don't forget, because a lot of times I'm like, man, I'm going to I'm going to cut that as a clip or I'm going to include this. And uh, I don't, I forget. Um, yeah. But uh, we're getting there. We're getting there. I have to admit the uh, the little snippets, the clips that I've seen come out always make me <laughs> laugh. Uh, I'm like, I don't know if anyone else will think that's funny, but I think that's funny. I think they are hilarious. And that is what matters. If yeah. I laugh like a complete nutnik, then I am happy. That's all I need. Um, do you want to share any of the vinyl you bought or what, do you, what, what have you been listening to this week? So, man, I've bought, um, like five records in the past week. Yeah. And what I've been listening to the most is Ghost. Oh, I love Ghost. That's this a great cover. album is called Shattered Windows in the Night. Yeah. No, it's not. It's called okay. uh, when the Melanora. Melanora? Does that sound right? I don't know. Uh, yeah, Melanora um, Deluxe. And my favorite song on here is called Square Hammer. Square that Hammer. Is my favorite song. 
you'll have to bring that up. Um, yeah, so Beth recommended. I made this little skit with Beth. I haven't posted it yet, though, because I need to do a reshoot for one scene. Uh, but she recommended Death Ghost because the premise of <laughs> the premise of our little skit. Die. The premise of our little skit was that I was looking to um, start my vinyl collection of 1970s televangelists that got busted for prostitution. So I took my Jimmy Swaggart CD over to her and I was like, do you have this on vinyl? <laughs> <laughs> and uh, she goes, she goes, why don't I then suggest to you the opposite of Jimmy Swaggart? And then she's like, there's this band called Ghost. And I thought that she was going to recommend like death metal. Like right. mayhem or you know cannibal corpse or anything, right? Sure. And because uh, their art is pretty, it's very uh, you know a lot of religious evil, a lot of sat satanic imagery there. Very uh, and yeah, like they don't do like the pentagrams on the at least at the couple. Um, no, but he's he's got himself made up like a uh, like a evil pope. Evil pope, yeah. Um, not like uh, you know. The Molly Crew that goes full on pentagram or ACDC full on pentagram, but uh, as so I it was I was going home I started to listen to it. No man, they rock. They are really good, and I found a new karaoke song, which is the Dance Macabre song. Oh, I like that one. Yeah, I think I'm gonna do that one. I'm gonna switch from Alice Cooper Poison. <laughs> to so every i mean i've sang it probably 20 times already just either in the shower or in the car yeah just wanna be wanna be with you all night yeah i can rock out to it i'm I excited think, to um my some of my friends when i told them i listened to ghosts they were like oh god the satanic band and i'm like listen this is the same stuff everybody was saying about kiss in the 70s this guy is a he wanted to shock people and so he did stuff like this but if you listen to the music the best way i can describe it is it's like a uh, heavy metal version of abba everything yeah. is really poppy and catchy it's just with heavy guitars yeah. you know but the the vocals are all gorgeous and soaring harmonies and all that stuff i'm a i'm a big fan of their sound yeah i like the song that he did with the dude from def leppard it's still something still water still flank i remember that coming out but i I don't remember if I liked it or not, but I, I loved it. the one that he did with, uh, uh, shit, who directed the last Insidious movie. He's also in all the Insidious movies, uh, Patrick Wilson. Oh. He did a song with Patrick Wilson, the actor, and it's a remake of an old, I can't remember who did it, but it's called Stay With Me. Mm. It's very creepy. It sounds like a love story until you really listen to the lyrics and it's all about you know somebody controlling you and all that it's really mm. really groovy song um well i i've been listening to something recently and you'll be familiar with this record because i loaned it to you um i've been listening to i got a story behind this the repo, repo man soundtrack guys um and i i listened to this because it just came out like last week that Alex Cox, the director of Repo Man, was going to make a, a sequel to mm. Repo Man. Uh, now, uh, Harry Dean Stanton is dead, so he's mm. not going to be in it. And um, Emilio Estevez passed on oh. being in it, which I think 
would have been awesome if he was playing like the Harry Dean Stanton role of the person who was teaching, you know, a, a new young repo man how to do this. But uh, I I was just furious when I heard that he was making a sequel. It doesn't need it. Uh, not that only doesn't not need it. This movie is all about fighting corporate structure and and the movie is about a young suburban white punk who gets drawn into this uh repo man business accidentally and then pretty soon he's like dressing like a cop and he's become everything that he was fighting against and the point of the movie is all of this stuff and 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 corporations are bad you know all of this stuff that the idea of a sequel <laughs> flies in the face of right this is somebody going well i haven't had a hit movie in 40 years so i'll make a sequel to my <laughs> cult hit movie I, I feel like god what happened to you man you know um, i'll admit i've never seen it oh i think you'd love it it is so funny and so good i'll, I'll uh, look for it today yeah you should i watched it again last week and i ended up thinking holy shit this this really stands up very well my favorite song on here is uh, Hombre Secreto, which is uh, Secret Agent Man, but a Spanish version of it. And it's by The Plugs. But the most interesting thing about The Plugs is, um, do you know Tito and Tarantula, the band from, from Dustel Dawn yes. and Desperado and stuff mm -hmm. like that? Uh, Tito Lariva from that is the lead singer of The Plugs. Oh. So he was in a, a punk mexican band before he was in tito and tarantula and uh i i just i really love this this is a a fun a fun record of punk songs uh they're all throughout the movie so that's really cool and as an added bonus i've had this record since 1985 and uh oh, this was the record that i pulled out when i when I had moved into my last place and I was looking at it going, holy shit, I sure wish I had a record player again. <laughs> and so this started me, this record started me on my vinyl collection. Again, I went out and got a record player and then started building vinyl. So it's all because of the repo man soundtrack. Oh, oh full circle. Yes. Now too bad. You're not going to get a repo man two soundtrack. I'm fine with it. <laughs> you know, I'm who would be on it? Who? Blink. Blink, Green Day, a bunch of fucking corporate punkers. Uh, no, not interested. <laughs> so angry about this whole idea. And the thing is, I was not even a punk back in the 80s. I just kind of liked the aesthetic and the idea of, of fighting, you know, the man. Yeah. And Did I tell now... you that I went to a punk show a few weeks ago? No. Tell me about it. I went so Slim's last chance in Soto. They my buddy's doing sound. So I went and it was a punk band. And pretty much what you think of punk audience was the audience. So bunch a bunch of, of people, 50 year olds. Bunch of people <laughs> who look like you. <laughs> in the, the best way possible, of course. Oh boy. <laughs> um with uh, uh Jamie's Thinning hair, paunch. Well, I couldn't see because they had beanies on. <laughs> with a lot of uh, jean vests with a bunch of patches. and Oh, well, that's... Like cuffs. That's still part of the culture. That's cool. Uh, 
And but they're was, all my age. They all have yes. good jobs. Dudes, all <laughs> of them not dudes. Punks. <laughs> they were all dudes. There was probably three women in that whole building, and yeah. two of them were bartenders. All dudes. But I went in there. I should post that. I got in there. I started moshing. Oh shit. Yeah, I went in there. Dudes were pushing me. Luckily, I'm a little bit larger and I pushed back and <laughs> right. Immovable object. Yeah. <laughs> the next day. I could not feel my head of how <laughs> loud it was, you know. And of course, I when we get there and dudes are, someone offered me earplugs. I was like, "Here, do you want something?" I'm like, oh, "Man, <laughs> I'm at a show. I'm not need no earplugs. What are you, were you, little baby? You need earplugs? No, I should have. I should have worn them. They they yeah. were. <laughs> yeah, I went to the uh, Judas Priest Queensrÿche concert last year with my brothers, who are both older than me. And uh, I put earplugs in my ear. And one of my brothers was like, the fuck, man? If, if it's too loud, you're too old. And I wanted to say, I am too old. But uh, I put them well, in. And then as we were walking to, to the car, the brother who said that was like, holy shit, my ears are ringing so <laughs> badly right now. <laughs> well, my first question is, did you want to go? <laughs> to Queensryche and Judas Priest? Yeah. Um. I'm not a huge fan of either band, but I had a great time and I wanted to go hang out with my brothers and yeah. it was, uh, it was offered by my brother. So I'm, a, I'm envisioning that it took a tad bit of coaxing to, to get you to go. Well, here's the, <laughs> this was the, the easiest part is it was at the Everett arena. Oh, it's down the street. <laughs> yes. So just down the street from me, we literally could have walked. It was a cold night. We didn't walk. But uh, we literally could have walked if we had wanted to. And I knew where to park, you know, so that we could get there easily and get out easily. So that was the deciding factor for me. I That's know I've fun. become such an old man. I'm just like, I don't want to do anything. You know, I um, I got an invite to a Fat Tuesday party a couple of weeks ago Ooh. from my very first roommate when I moved back to Everett. And... uh his name is Marcel and I hadn't seen him in 30 years. And then he showed up at this bar. I was at while I was writing and he's like, Kelly. And I was like, Holy shit. And we, we chatted a bit and he connected with me on Facebook. And then he sent me this invite and I was like, yeah, God, it's on a Tuesday. I really don't want to do this. Well, that's when fat Tuesday <laughs> generally is, I believe. Yeah, I know. That's why I've always avoided it. <laughs> but here was the thing. I'm looking at the address and he's on the same block as i am only oh, three blocks down I, so i i walked to his place and i was like how long you live here he's like eight years wow. like oh my god and he had this gigantic house it was fucking amazing um and then he uh it was a little party going on and i i sat with him for a bit and uh we smoked cigars and we drank uh pendleton black label bourbon and about halfway through it, I was like, can you believe you were about to say this is too much? You know, just walking three blocks to go and hang out with someone you haven't seen. I was I was ready to turn it all down and be like, oh, I'm not into it. And I had a great time. You know, when you take those when you take those leaps, Kelly, generally things good things happen to you. You've met so many. You've uh, had such great times. You, met you know me. what? That this was. Yes, this was how I felt when I had accepted your original invitation for the interview was uh, that day of i was like i should make up an excuse this is all the way down in downtown seattle yeah. that's 
that's too far 26 miles now i come to your place all the time you're 48 miles away yeah further <laughs> i decided to go further south uh wow. yeah generally i mean yeah i'm uh i'm that pr- I'm, I'm the opposite of you i'll take i'll go anywhere i'll do pretty much anything I know. I love this about you. You're, no but you're, you're the right age to be doing that. Put another 10 years on your brother. You're going to be like, I would rather stay home. I'm going to be even more awesome. You think so? I haven't hit the bell curve yet of my awesomeness. Wow. Well, I'm just going to peak like when I'm 63. I'm just going to hang out. Oh, my God. I had a dream. I had a dream, and it felt like a premonition. Mm. You mentioned 63. Um, this is a while ago. And uh, I had a dream that that somebody uh, very important to me who has passed um, was in the dream. And uh, she told me, we'll meet again when you're 64. And I was like, when I'm 64, what's happens in, when I'm 64? And she just kind of looked at me and then I realized, oh, well, you're dead. I think I know what happens when I'm 64. And oh, so really? I've been I've been pushing to get as much shit done in the 10 years I have left. I'm trying to decide how much of this do you really believe? Maybe like 48% you believe this. <laughs> That's about how gay I am. And I'm pretty gay. So I guess I mega believe it, as you would say. <laughs> That's tough. I haven't had any of those um, of those dreams. I have, do have some pretty wonky dreams, though. Uh th- th- ones where I'm hanging out with Jay Leno and Ozzy Osbourne (laughs) or shooting, you know, being shot at and having bombs and yeah, pretty, pretty wacky dreams. I'll attribute it to the true, true crime podcast that I listen to. Oh, that's right. You fall asleep listening to true crime. Yeah. Yeah. I don't know how you can, that's just got to be infiltrating your brain and and giving you the worst ideas while you're falling asleep. Uh, they haven't been great lately. The murders have been. <laughs> eh. uh, it's like the I, I'm not I'm true crime podcast. Like they there needs to be. Uh, uh, like the murder needs to be planned. Like it needs to be, or it needs to be just something mega brutal. But these murders where it's just someone who's drugged out or drunk that kill someone you know just because they had a fit of rage eh those bore me i want some you don't you don't um find it fascinating like the um the the murderer because of opportunity has always been the one that scares the shit out of me just somebody who's willing to kill and he he's like an uber driver like that dude in vegas mm-hmm. he's an uber driver who picked up that chick and um and then he just killed her because he wasn't the right uber driver he just he showed up, she got in the car, and he realized, oh, I'm not who you called, and just split second decided, I'm going to murder you. Sheesh. No, I mean, those I are that. those suck, but because... Especially they if you're suck. the victim. Especially, you know, if, you, <laughs> if you're the victim or you know, family or friends or the one who loved them, I yeah. could totally see how that sucks. No, those... those uh, I want the ones that... Like, it's a... I want to hear, okay, I should probably say that I want to. I would. <laughs> the ones that get my interest are the ones where, you know, a guy has people chained in his basement and yeah. electrocutes them if they behave poorly. 
like stuff like that. A little more, uh, more Silence of the Lambish. You know what I have been listening to? Go ahead. There is this podcast called Disgraceland. Have you have I talked about this one to you? I think you have. The name sounds familiar, at least. Yeah, it's uh, it is fantastic. It is really good. They're short. They're less than forty minutes. But a guy talks about music, musicians, and the crazy stuff that they've done, Mm. and goes deep into it. Like the one that I just listened to. uh, I went to Portland on Friday. Drove up, and and on the drive up, I listened to about because you know I just barely started listening to this, and they've been around for a long time. The one about Led Zeppelin was pretty nuts. Uh, Who's the singer? Robert Plant. Robert Plant. So like like how much Robert Plant was actually in Satanism. He was a big fan of Alias of Alistair Crawley. He bought his are mansion. You, are you sure you're not talking about the guitarist Jimmy Page? It might have been. It was Jimmy Page. They're the same. Okay. <laughs> so whoever it was, but this guy like was super into it yeah. and studied uh Crawley's book. And he talks about a he the the narrator talks about a meeting that he had with David Bowie, where David Bowie was interested in that also. And when they had a meeting in Aleister Crawley's castle, that something wacky happened, like the lights went out and there was this yeah. strange energy going on, so much that it freaked David Bowie out, and he left. And supposedly, based off of this podcast, uh, Bowie uh, avoided him as much as he could. Because he 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 got truly creeped out, genuinely creeped out about what he could do. Hmm. Then there was this other one about Aerosmith and how much drugs they did, and the purpose of the scars around Steven Tyler's mic stand. Oh, it's a pretty interesting. It's a pretty interesting uh, show. Is that Disgraceland that you're still Disgraceland? Yeah. Okay, I might yeah. have to check that one out. It's a good one. It is a good one. Um, I don't. I don't buy into much of that satanism stuff but what that they that it happened or that they did it uh that it happened oh i just weird shit happens all the time oh that like something wacky happened at the house listen i i took uh mushroom gummies the other week and then all of a sudden my internet went out and me you know and i'm like and i'm trying to plug in my router and unplug it and all this shit and then i started getting paranoid i was like did i just get myself super high in the middle of a nuclear war and uh and then no it was nothing (laughs) shit happens sometimes we're running out of time do you have a show and tell this week um yeah I am going to, so I'm a big fan of Crypticon, as Never. you are a fan of Crypticon. You're a, you're a panelist, a penalist. <laughs> You've appeared many times. I like, yeah. I like you at Crypticon because you are mega. You are, you turn on the cool to 11. Oh, shit. A la Dire Straits. That's that's spinal tap, but oh, spinal. <laughs> Love you, you know, buddy. I am gonna be a horrible witness if I ever do actually witness something. <laughs> anyway, about Crypticon. Uh a few years ago, um, I'm also a big Joe Bob fan. 
Yeah. Joe Bob and Darcy. Um, Joe Bob Briggs. Yeah. Joe Bob Briggs and Darcy, the male girl. Um, Darcy has a fantastic body of work. So anyone, uh, you know, <laughs> wants to Google sure does. Diana Prince, uh, you'll find many, many top-notch films. So I met her and there was an artist there who was selling these prints of her. So yeah. I bought one and she signed it. And uh, no, she asked me, she said, would you ever, uh, have you ever considered uh, being in the industry? <laughs> she didn't say that. I'd probably drink <laughs> it though. That's not true. That's not true. <laughs> <laughs> I, I, worlds collide because uh, you're my best friend. And that uh, picture you just held up um, is by another friend of mine. That's Travis Bundy is that artist. Oh, very cool. Yeah. yeah, I bought this one and I bought the Joe Bob one and he signed it too. Very cool. And uh, yes, yeah, uh, Google Diana Prince. Is that the name she uses, Diana Prince? Because that's like, isn't that Wonder Woman's secret identity? Yeah, I don't even know what her real name is. It's not Diana Prince. It's not Diana Prince. <laughs> but it doesn't matter. It doesn't matter, does it? <laughs> no. Really she's doesn't. very uh, She's very talented. All right. Uh, so I brought today, uh, if you are aware of me at all, you're probably aware that I am into HP Lovecraft quite a bit. And I've got all sorts of Lovecraft stuff around here. But what I brought today was the very first Lovecraft book I wrote. Now, this is not the very first Lovecraft story I read. I think I said wrote, but this is the Lovecraft book I read. Right. Uh, I read a Lovecraft story in a uh, some kind of omnibus of something. But I went right out to our local bookstore up in Bellingham, which was a really cool bookstore. It's long gone now. Uh, shared my first kiss with a very special woman in front of that bookstore. But nice. um, I, 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 uh, as far as you know, Cry Horror. Nice. What a fucking great title. Let me see um, that picture again. Yeah. That's cool. Does it have like an afro? Uh, I don't think so. No. no you read it on no. a bus? Where did you get that from? I never said that. You said I read it in an omnibus. What's an omnibus? <laughs> an omnibus is a is a gigantic book of stories. Oh, with a bus. <laughs> you read it on a bus. I probably did read this on the bus because I got this when I was in high school. So uh, I, I was then it would have been an omnibus. Bus. It would have been a short bus. When you think about me reading this on the school bus, uh, you're probably going, "Geez, Kelly." I can't believe that people thought you were a fucking nerd, but it's true. They really did. <laughs> uh, I love this book. I love this cover and I love this title. Cry horror. Cry oh, horror. What a great title. Yeah. I'll add it and, to and my list. This is the same. This is the same book from back then. It, it's still got the, uh, the 50 cents mark on it when uh, 50 cents written in pencil on the front page. So, no, it's very yeah. Cool. Yeah. All right, Kelly, sign us out. All right, brother. Uh, where can people go if they want to, or if you want them to get in touch with you? Uh, follow me on CZ Media Podcast. And I think I'm going to be posting more real pictures to my real picture page, which is CZ Media Content. Yeah, content. I'll post it. Uh, I took some pretty cool whitewater rafting pictures that I'm going to be sharing. So, yeah, yeah. check that out. 
Okay. And uh, you can see me every Thursday on Strangeons Radio, which is a uh, pop culture podcast I do with Eric Margaret and Vanessa Williams. And then also go to my website, uh, writtenbyklyoung.com. And uh, pretty soon I'll have this bad boy up and available for orders. Uh, this is my first novel. It is called The Secret Language of Spiders. And it is uh, basically the entire five monthly installments in one installment um i think that's it right that's buddy it. yep and okay. yeah check that book out i read that one i actually did read it yeah like the, i know all Thank of the you. words you loved it all of the words in order <laughs> <laughs> all right well i think that's it for this week uh thanks man i love Yo, seeing your face you. i'm gonna see you this week right you're coming up to visit we'll do steaks yes we will all right Adios. see you brother <laughs>